Hi, I'm Tish. I'm Juliana. And this is episode 31 of In the Movies. This week, we're talking about filmmaker Yulene Kwong. How do you separate just a movie from everything you know about the movie? Just because a movie has the trope in it doesn't mean you can't I mean, love the film. Female characters that we do get, every single one of them is important and has character. That is That's LGBT it. representation, like, in a nutshell. We've reached the end of film technology. So this episode is going to be a little bit different than our normal episodes. I would yes. say that. We do so few, like, <laughs> normal episodes. It doesn't really That's true. Now. It was going to be a sort of regular episode. And instead right. of talking about one feature film, we were going to talk about Yulene's work. And then talk about short films. But I realized I didn't have much to say about a lot of short films. I, other than her and some other YouTubers, I don't watch a ton. Yeah. Like, the only short films I see are, like, before a feature. Yeah. Or, like, <laughs> I mean, the odd thing on YouTube. It's not, like, a, a medium that I feel I watch enough of to be able to present an opinion. Yeah. That, yeah, that's my thinking. I was like, I don't think I have an opinion I don't know yeah. them as well, which is a shame. I think it's, I like short films. Right. It's just, it's like hard to find them. Yeah. they're not marketable like the feature films, right? Well, I mostly now I just feel like, well, this is an area that needs work in my film watching world. Yeah. So I should probably. Well, now you've watched a lot of Yulene Kwong, so. Right. This is true. So we're going to do a bit of more of a spotlight on her and her work. Yes. As opposed to a short film discussion. Yes. Um, because um, I, I love Yulene Kwong's work. I've been like following her on YouTube for a couple of years. A year or two, maybe. Um, I think it was I Ship It, her short, her Wizard Rock <laughs> short, <Yeah. laughs> that I first watched and like got into... Um, and like, I recognize some of the actors she worked mm-hmm. with, so there was that kind of in, and then just kind of watched back through all her stuff, yeah. her short films, she does like some series stuff, well, like series of shorts. Yeah. Um, and then I found out she sort of co-founded Shipwrecked Comedy, which is another YouTube channel, which just did Edgar Allan Poe's murder mystery dinner <laughs> party, whatever that long title is, um, which she didn't work on herself, but it's really great, um. But that's shipwrecked. Yeah. Um, I think, I guess, like, for her, like, I ship it seems to be the thing that, like, really blew up for her so yeah, far. Yeah. It really hit that fandom niche, like, on the yeah. internets. Um, well, and, like, watching her, like, behind the scenes, she talked about, like, going in that direction. Yes. It, so. Yeah, and that was made with, um, I believe, New Form Digital, which mm-hmm. works with a lot of, like, YouTubers making series and short films they have like a call it like incubator like i think they do it every year and they have a bunch of like filmmakers make stuff um and it's all i watched this all these this year's like either like pilots or shorts that they Mm -hmm. made and they all are like super cool and like (laughs) the quality and stuff um anyway so that's where you might know her from um or her work from the youtube from the youtube (laughs) (laughs) Uh, right. I'm going to read a little bit of her, like, bio that's actually just from her website. Get to know her. Yeah. So, Yulene Kwong is a Los Angeles-based writer, director, and general maker of things. 
Her storytelling sensibilities veer towards coming of age and romantic comedies. Yeah. Her work has been featured on Nerdist, IndieWire, Huffington Post, Hello Giggles, The Mary Sue, and Hypable. And there's some mentions of specific awards and stuff, but they don't look that recent. Um, but she has been like, <laughs> well, be like her latest feature screenplay. I don't know if it's her latest because it was from 2014. It was a right. finalist for the Sundance Screenwriters Lab, um, which is a big deal, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, she's also got other awards and stuff, and like she works with. YouTube on specific stuff. They did like a women's kind of like creators lab thing. She made one of her shorts for that. Yeah. She's done a lot of stuff over the few <laughs> years that she's been yeah, it's directing. Impressive. And, and she's so busy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because I was talking about the Edgar Allan Poe's party. Um, I was like, I wonder why she didn't work on that. And then I was like, she was fucking making I Ship It into a series, into a series. with CW. She you know, <laughs> might have had other things yeah, on the go. Yeah, <laughs> series. <laughs> um, what else can I say? She's worked with, like, some major brands, and her YouTube is, like, over 25,000 subscribers, and so is Shipwrecked. Yeah. Um, yeah, she has an orange cat named Eloise. That's important. <laughs> yeah, she loves that cat. Yeah, she's made some videos with Eloise. Mm. Just super cute. It's a cute cat. Yeah. And I'm not a cat person, so that should tell you a lot. Um, what else can I say about her? Uh, she often works with, in general, I've seen a lot of women on her cruise, and she has yeah. done projects that were specifically to women. be all women. Um, and she often works with her cinematographer, Zach Walnow. Who also happens to be her boyfriend. Yes. Um, cinematographer first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I love that video. She's like, this is Zach. He's a cinematographer. Also, he's my boyfriend. <laughs> That's um, priorities. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she works with a lot of the same actors like Mary Kate Wiles yeah. and Sean Purcell and Sinead Purcell and like from Shipwrecked. Yes. Know them from. Um, and, uh, like, Ashley Clements from the Lizzie Bennet Diaries um, with Mary-Kate Wiles. Um, yeah, you'll recognize probably a lot of them. They all do a lot of web series yes. stuff and, yeah, like, short yeah, film yeah. stuff. And they're all awesome. Yeah. It's a little... Once you get into, like, her work or somebody else's work, you'll kind of There's like a little through the YouTubes and find all this other stuff they've done. Yeah. YouTube's where it's at, guys. Cool stuff happening on the YouTube. Get on the new media. <laughs> Digital is where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> I sound hip and in with the kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, let's, I guess we're going to just kind of go through all of her work and talk about yeah. it. Because it's great. And, and she's awesome. We didn't really make notes, but we watched uh, a lot of stuff, so... Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm, yeah, I didn't make notes. I've seen it all, though. For me, because, uh, as usual, Tish introduced me to this work. I've seen all the stuff I watched in, like, the last week and a half. Yeah. So it's all very fresh in my head. Yeah. And I watched, like, anything of hers I hadn't already seen and, like, rewatched some stuff recently. So. Mm-hmm. You're fresh in our minds, Eileen. Yeah. So we're going to just talk about your amazing work <laughs> and why everyone should watch it. 
Um, so, her first short film mm-hmm. in 2012 was called First Kiss. Oh. <laughs> it was cute. Yes. This is very, uh, already very on brand for her yeah. coming of age, a little romantic comedy. Cute. Super cute. Yeah. <laughs> to read, like, that that's what she, I guess, considers, like, her yeah. brand, too. It's like very true i like her coming of age stuff because it mm-hmm. her stuff feels a little bit more like she has like a whimsical element often but yes. like it's a little bit more grounded and i'm like oh that like okay in this the kid looks like he's 14 he yeah. doesn't look like a 30 year old playing a 14 year old <laughs> and i for one appreciate that yes um i'm just like yeah that's what the boy looked like when i was in middle school a little bit awkward and gangly yeah yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this is a cute story. Actually, the main character in our perspective is actually from a boy. Yes, um, that's who's never been kissed and wants to kiss a pretty girl, and mm. it's like a party and spin the bottle, and yeah, you know, he's like a very like introspective like poet. <laughs> yes, <laughs> very soulful, yes. reflective. Yes. Grand gesture. He's very romantic. Yeah. Maybe too much for his age group. Right. <laughs> of the girls and the other guys he's competing with. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a, just a cute little story. Yeah, it felt like something that would actually like happen to... Mm-hmm. Maybe not the poetry so much as but yeah um just like as a general like story i was like oh i remember playing spin the bottle in middle yeah. school <laughs> it was super awkward yeah. yeah yeah that's a weird thing um and it's very sweet mm-hmm. she has a sweetness to her work and it's if i remember like kind of narrated by him a bit because uh, i just get that feeling because he's like his poetry or something no i feel like it is a little bit. Yeah, which makes it feel very, um, like, personal. And I get that feeling from her, a lot of her work, where there's, like, some narration or something that makes it feel almost like a diary kind of thing. Yeah. I'm just... Yeah, I feel like it was narrated because he's talking um, about, like, oh, like, this is my friend. Like, he could even get a girlfriend yeah. and stuff like <laughs> right. that. I'm remembering it's things that. like that, so there has to be some narration to it. Yeah, yeah, like his thoughts. Are, yeah. yeah. Yeah, makes it feel really, like, personal. Yes, I would agree. It, bring, it, it definitely, like, connects you with the character. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing, like, first short film. <laughs> yeah, way to, like... Raises the bar. <laughs> Jesus. Um, let's move on. Oh, yeah. we should say mm. written and directed by her. Oh, one. of course. Yeah. Most of the stuff is written and directed, so yeah. I'm just directed. Yes. Um, so, and then in 2013, The Perils of Growing Up Flat Chested. Yeah. That was a, a weird one for me. <laughs> Unrelatable. For Unrelatable for me specifically. I felt like her friend in the in the friend in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my bra from when I was twelve. <laughs> um the flat chest is not specifically relatable to me, but the, like, never having, like, boy attention and not really understanding that until, like, later than other girls was definitely relatable to mm. me. Because she's, like, 16 in this and, like, 
never had like a boyfriend or a kiss or anything and she's kind of like I think it's time and she thinks it's her boobs holding her back right or her lack of boobs holding her back no, it's not <laughs> no. um, um I feel like this one felt um relatable in the sense of like yeah like girl feelings in high school but um yeah I wasn't that pretty in high school <laughs> <laughs> It's also, um, overall one of her more, like, serious films. Yeah. Like, it's not as funny and cute and light. It is. Like, it takes a lighthearted look at, like, the awkward moments of kissing a boy for the first time. And yeah. And you like a boy and you're working on a school project with them and you don't know how to, like, have him see you the way, you, you know, you want him to see you. But it also has, like, some nice, yeah, more serious moments. Of the perils of growing up with Justin. Yeah. We also see um, the actress Irene Choi. Is that who it is? Yes. For the first time in this one. Yeah. And she's then, one of the main gang. Yes. She's one of the gang. She works with. Um, and she's lovely. I could watch yeah. her on screen all day. Yeah. She works with really good actors and actresses. Yes, she does. Movie. Good eye for talent. Yeah, sometimes with, like, short films and, like, low-budget products, you're just, like, throwing it together and you want to make something and you sort of let the acting quality... Diminish. Yeah. Just to get the project done. Just to, like, grab a friend and do it. Yeah. But don't do that. Right. (laughs) Because... Find the good actors, then they'll become friends, and then there you go. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know what else to say. I really like that one. Yeah, I like, like, the friendship between her and the other girl, too. Yeah, there's a cool, like, girl friendship part of it, yeah. and then the, like, boy crush part of it. Yeah. And the insecurity of it all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we all know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that was also written and directed by Eileen. Um... So, after that, she started doing more stuff, like, for YouTube. I think this was around the time she started doing Shipwrecked. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did, like, a Telltale vlog, which is mm. Edgar Allan Poe stuff. And yeah. Emily Dickinson stuff. Like, these literary... Yeah. Yeah. Characters. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe. It's, uh... It's funny. When I watch the, like, um, vlog of his and stuff, I'm like, I almost feel like... Edgar and I'd be really good friends. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he sees my dark insides. <laughs> I don't think, I don't know if I watched a lot of that stuff. I did, and I watched a couple just to get yeah. like a feel for it. Um, I tried to focus on like her channel mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um, that's when she also started doing. A couple series, not exactly narrative series, uh, but like a series of short short films. <laughs> oh my! I need to turn off "Hey Siri" on my phone because <laughs> I say the word "series" a lot, <laughs> oh. and she's always turning on. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> shut up, Siri. Because um, <laughs> uh, she wasn't right. impressing people enough, so now she's gonna do short. Yeah, series of videos. Yeah, so for with the shipwrecked crew. Yeah, is it on the shipwrecked channel? Yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, she did uh, kissing in the rain. Yeah, which is it's an interesting little uh, like 
kind of turn on it. I liked it. Yeah, it's like the same actor. It's characters of actors, (laughs) Actors. and then they're acting in a scene where they're kissing in the rain. Yes. And it's sort of like the behind the scene. Like, they do a scene, but then it's also these characters' relationship off screen. Yeah, and it's... it's, (laughs) It's so well done because it's so short. Like, the the scene of them kissing the rain actually takes up most of the video, but it's also not the most important part, which yeah. is, like, a really interesting way to do it because, like, it'll be, they'll yell cut or whatever, and then you get, like, 30 seconds of, like, the behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. thing, and it's, like, that's what's important throughout this whole mm-hmm. series. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, so it's kind of combining... Oh, I get to do, like, this scene from whatever type of movie. Right. And then also I'm creating this other kind of story to go with it along. Um, And that she was, like, creator-producer, but they had different directors for each one. I think her voice comes in for one of the directors, maybe. Mm -hmm. I'm not positive, but... (laughs) Because, like, they just have people being like, cut, that's a wrap, or... You know what I mean? (laughs) So... Yeah. Um, So that's... A series, um, but also kind of as individual. You could watch it as, like, little individual short films. Um, and then she also started doing on her channel, I Didn't Write This, mm-hmm. which is uh, a series in the sense that it's a theme throughout several short films. Yes. Um, where she takes pieces of literature from, like, Shakespeare, poetry, newer books, all different kind of stuff, takes, like, a passage and has it sometimes act it out if it's, like, a scene or just narrated over, like, a lovely little short film. Mm-hmm. And they're just, like, a wide variety of stuff she does with that. And I really... I think that's really cool because she is a director and a writer, but sometimes you want to, like, make something that you didn't write, you know? Yeah. Like, make something different. There's such good work out there. I can yeah. understand when someone's, like, you're inspired by something mm-hmm. and you want to try your hand at something new. Like, yeah. Yeah, and she gets to do a lot of different things that maybe she, it wouldn't fit into, like, a work that she would create herself. Yes. Like, her most recent one of these that I watched was, um, fuck, I forget what the writing was. I think it was a poem or, like, a song lyrics spoken. Um, but what was on screen was a dancer doing, like, sort of, like, a modern dance mm-hmm. in, like on a rock by the ocean, like, all these different scenes, and it was just, like, really beautiful to look at, and then, so it's kind of like you create a visual you want, and then you get to pick something you already know for the words, and yeah. you combine, I don't know. That really appeals to me as someone who just, like, sometimes I just want to, like, make something, and I just want to do the visuals, but I'm maybe not as much of a writer. I'm just like, I just want these, like, pretty things to, like, to music or to something and well and it's not like i mean you're inspired by so many like a song or like a piece of poetry or a piece of literature and especially if you aren't like specifically a writer and sometimes that's difficult you're like Mm. i i can read this and think of like all these amazing things i just yeah yeah and i like that she just called it i didn't write this right and it's just like this is what i'm doing yeah i'm not pretending like this is my beautiful short film no P.S. I didn't write it. It's like, no, I'm... (laughs) Here's a piece of work that you should read. Here's a little scene from it, or like a little visual that I made to go with it. So I really love those. So those I would consider short films, even though they are like a series. You can watch them kind of... Yeah. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you like it? (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah, I like a lot of this stuff, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like we're doing a podcast on it, because we like it. (laughs) Can you imagine doing a podcast about something we didn't like? No. That would be boring. It would just be like us bitching. (laughs) (laughs) we don't do that enough (laughs) we do that on our like this month in the movies when we hear like someone's being an asshole or something (laughs) although our first podcast was the host and that was not a great i didn't like that no (laughs) there you go see we did one we didn't like we took a chance (laughs) (laughs) anyway next you mean (laughs) Um, the next short she did was Irene Lee, Girl Detective. I loved this one. So cute. It's so cute. And I don't even like tiny humans, so. I like, yeah. I like when Yulene Kwong writes and directs tiny humans. Right. (laughs) It's a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, Little girl's just so cute and, like, serious. Yes. (laughs) That's another theme that gets repeated with Yulene's work is kids like younger mm-hmm. girls being like very serious yeah like her less frivolous less like oh let's just go play with dolls and pretend we're adults yes and i i like that in general like when we have little girls who are like be not we don't be serious like it's intense no. um really i said the word serious and siri turned on <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I think it's just good that she, like, it, because children are very, like, you should be seen and not heard, and mm-hmm. it gives it gives the idea that little girls can, like, have a platform, like, they have thoughts and, yeah. like, ways that c- could help the world and stuff just mm-hmm. because they're young and female doesn't mean that they don't have validity to their feelings. Yes. I feel like when I was a kid... I was like this, where I, everything I did, I took very seriously. Like, I am creating this thing. I'm Mm -hmm. making, I'm writing a book. Or I am, like, creating this beautiful big work of art. Or I'm, you know. Yeah. And it's like, I have a message and a reason. And, like, it was stupid because I was seven or something. But in films like these, you get to take that idea and that really true feeling of how little girls feel. And give it a little bit more of, like, an adult fully... Formed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and make them seem a little more conscious of what they're yeah. doing. Um, this one also just story-wise, like, had such a cute little twist at the end. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. It's it super cute. Yeah. Everything's just super cute. Stop being makes. so cute. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You're making us love you. Yeah. She Stop also, it. we already mentioned Irene Choi. Um, mm-hmm. With a girl who plays Irene Lee, girl detective, is also an Asian girl. Mm-hmm. Um, just throwing that out there. If you haven't seen her work and you don't know who we're talking about, right. um, I, you can guess by the name. Yulene is Chinese, and she does have women of color yes. in her movies a well, lot, I mean, in her films a lot. It's, she's talked about like wanting to make stuff that her, as a young girl at 7 or at 15 could like relate to and that sort of thing and part of that is putting women and women of color on the screen yes so good for her yay um right. should we get to i ship it yes i feel like i could talk about this a lot well it's (laughs) yeah it it was the um it wasn't the first thing i watched i tried to go kind of almost in order 
But, like, it definitely hits in a very, like, in a way that's almost bigger than yes everything else. You can tell just by looking at it, it was kind of like a bigger production. Like, yeah. Like, she did this with new forms, so she had, like, access to kind of a bigger crew, but then she had, like, her people as well. Um... Yeah, in terms of, like, production. Yeah, and she yeah. was able to just do things that you can't necessarily do. With. Kind of with you and your friends. Yeah. Um, like, she had someone write the music, and yeah. she Which had... was so well done. Yes. <laughs> okay, if you don't know, I ship it. Go watch it right now. Yes. <laughs> it's, like, 15 minutes long. Just go watch yeah. it. Um, it's uh, two friends, a girl and a guy... And they're both, like, heartbroken. And the girl... I can't remember any of their names. I'm so bad. Zoe. Zoe. Um, and Charlie. I feel like that's right. Charlie. I do love the name Charlie. Um, <laughs> okay, so Zoe used to, like, make m- music with this boyfriend that she's broken up with. They used to make sing, like, Harry Potter songs. Yeah. Wizard Rock. Wizard Rock. As it is known. <laughs> um... And there's a battle of the bands, so she wants to sign up and sing and play the guitar and be like, fuck you, I wrote this song because I hate you. Better than your song. You suck. It is so much better. Um, when they sing it together, like, kind of do, it's a cute yeah. song, but then, like, her song is awesome, too. Um, and so it's about, like, these two friends, platonic, maybe, who knows? Who knows? Um, and, like, getting over heartbreak and standing up for yourself and, and believing in your talents, because she doesn't yeah. want to sing by, she doesn't want to sing at all <laughs> at first. She's like, no, it was, like, my boyfriend that was the singer, but. Yeah. She does but it, and it was her. rocks. Yeah. It's nice, like, it's kind of, like, friends standing up for each other and, like, mm-hmm. being supportive, and it's, like, getting back on the horse. It wasn't exactly, but, um, and just, uh, this very specific view into the world of like, in this, in this sense, it's Harry Potter fandom, but it's like, as nerds, we get that. (laughs) Like we have our own, I mean, Doctor Who, for yeah. example, is what brought us together in the first place. It also place. has its own musical genre. You want Time Lord Rock? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Go with that. Um, so it's like, we also get that. Like, we, we're in the oh yeah class of people that understand this, like, yeah. diehard fandom. And there's a lot of people on the internet that right. gravitated towards this because they were like, yes, this is about us, the fans. The fans, yeah. And how we use... Harry Potter, for example, or there's references to lots of other stuff yes. in the film, um, to, like, go through our lives and, and like, deal with deal our with lives. our emotions make, and stuff. It inspires us to create make. new stuff, kind of inspired by that mm-hmm. book or whatever, and, like, deal with our lives because we compare ourselves to characters, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not crazy. It's taking, you know, media that you know and drawing something from it from your for your own life yeah and oh god it's so well done the story is excellent the music yeah. is so good i can't get over it yeah every time i watched it i was like yeah it's like the really behind good. the scenes and stuff yeah um yeah it's just so good and you can tell if you've ever watched an edgar wright movie um especially scott yes. pilgrim you can tell the influences there and she has mentioned that yeah in the in her behind the scenes she said she's like the homework was everyone had to go home and watch all edgar wright stuff yeah. so that they should they can understand like the style both of acting and yes. production and 
Yeah, Edgar Wright is known for, like, whip pans and, like, clever, com- like, editing for comedic effect. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, like, literal, like, scenes that are almost copying Scott Pilgrim mm-hmm. or, like, an homage, whatever. Yes. But, um, yeah. and just, like, cute little fast things, like, when he holds up little moral support. Moral support. Flag. Um, and the kind of whole, like, battle, it's... Mm-hmm. It's just all very cute. I'm overusing the word, but it is. I know. I uh, I loved <laughs> it. I loved it. And um, as we mentioned before, like she she ended up actually having the opportunity to make this into right. a series for CW Seed, which, which we're in Canada, so we can't watch. But we probably hack it. And we, watch well, it. we could. But, I um, just haven't. But yeah, I haven't. But that's so cool. It is. Yeah. Um, CWC is, I guess, like, their kind of digital platform. Yeah. So it's not a TV show. No, it's like a... it is... A fully funded, like, web... Web series? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's got different actors, and it's not, like, a continuation of this or anything. No. It's this idea turned into a series. I've seen, like, the trailer and stuff from it, so... It's got even more music. I think it gets even more, like, musical. Yeah, I think... Well, like, I was watching one of her, like, vlogs when... Right. When she was, like, dealing with the network and stuff, and she was saying that, like, it's set in, like, a musical universe. Yeah. So, I don't know if that means, like, they break out into a song, like, if it's I think I've seen, or... like, screenshots that look like they are, everyone's yeah. in a musical number. Yeah. But it could also be, like, within the world, it's a school play or something. Right. Um, um, I do, yeah. I will eventually um, watch it, I think. It's... Yeah. I definitely want to watch it. Yeah. And see how... It'd be interesting to see how they took this short film idea and what they had to change and how they and, grew the story yeah, into to an make ongoing it work. story. Because yeah. as it is, as with most short films, you kind of establish the world you're in and then you just have, like, a little tale. Sometimes, like, a day or, you know... Yeah. As with one any movie, you have, like, just one kind of... Problem. Part of <laughs> their character's life that you're right. telling. Um, and this was, like, he broke my heart, I'm doing the Battle of the Vans... And then I'm going to realize I'm in love with my friend kind of thing. That right. was the little story. So And I loved his story in it, that. too. Yeah. His little, with the photographs and stuff, I was like, That oh was very God. cute. That was very, like, 500 Days of Summer. It, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, with the quick little, like, shots of all the items mm-hmm. and, like, him getting pictures of everyone with them. That was a really cool thing, too. I just thought that's such a good, like, way to, like, let go of things. Like, you have, like, <laughs> you know, pictures of you and your ex and, like, these things and stuff. And it's, like, you give them away and you take a photo of, like, look, this is going to change someone's news life. And now yeah. I can just let it go. Make myself a little lighter. Yeah. It was really cool. <sighs> yeah. Oh, you leave. So many brilliant cheese. ideas. <laughs> <sighs> Stop being so cool. Yeah. So that's the one I would recommend if you want to start with I Ship It and then yeah. hook you and then you'll want to watch all their other stuff. Right. Um, so, good. so, moving on. She's made even more stuff. Yay. Um, she did... It's like, no, moving on. That was it. She figured nothing could be better. Nothing so she just gonna, yeah. stopped working. <laughs> um... Okay, so I mentioned this maybe in, like, one of our first podcasts, um, that there was this thing, I don't remember what it was fucking called, something about female filmmakers making short films based in the Twilight universe. Yeah. 
and it was four women to write and direct and crew, and you had to, like... Was this, like, our first podcast? When we were talking about, like, the host and the... Twilight. Twilight. Yeah. Well, we also used to do like little like news things. Yeah. Like what we've been watching. Oh, back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I had watched like all like eight of these short films right. that are based on like characters in the world uh, from Twilight. And I did not know about Yulene Kwong then. Um, but then you somehow. You watched her video though. <laughs> I watched it. Um, and then somehow figured out, saw that she had done this one called. We've met before, mm-hmm. um, which is about Alice finding Jasper. Yeah, Jasper. I'm forgetting their names. <laughs> I'm so bad with names, apparently. Um, and I was like, oh, I really like that one. Alice is like, the short haired one? Yeah, that can like see the future. And Jasper's like the. Her mate. Terrified one? Yes, because he's still like bloodthirsty oh, all the time. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, a lot of the short films were about Alice's past because. It's mysterious. She kind of, well, she didn't really know anything about her human life. She didn't have any memory of it. And then some time in the series, they figured out that she had been like a mental institution and getting like electroshock therapy and crazy stuff. So that's maybe... She didn't even know like how she became a vampire. That's so cool. I know. Okay, there's good stuff in Twilight, guys. Mm-hmm. Like The best part of the Twilight books is like all these like stories of the vampires before <laughs> the books. So anyway, that was a really cool thing that... Um, Whatever company, like, with Twilight did, got women to make all these short yeah. films. Um, so that's when she just directed. She didn't write it. Yes. Um, so she came in to did, direct. Did it happen, like, writers came in and wrote, and then the directors came in, or did they get, like, paired up? Or I think it was probably, curious. like, submitted writing stuff, okay. and then they would have picked that. The top and then and... I don't know how they would have gotten the rest of the crew. That's curious. There. Yeah, I don't know. Because, yeah, sometimes, you know, they'll, like, pair people up or they'll... Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, she directed it. It looks beautiful. It's a lovely little story. Yeah. Um, it takes I... place in, like, the 40s, so you got, like, work with, like, period, make everything look the right way. I think they filmed it, part, like, somewhere around, like, in the desert around Los Angeles, but it was set in, like, Ohio or something, <laughs> but, um, Yeah. It's really lovely little thing. Anyway, um, that, I don't think that one's on her actual YouTube no it's, channel, but you can find it. Yeah, on the YouTube. Unof- somebody's unofficially uploaded it to YouTube. I don't right. know where it officially is anymore. Um, obviously, links to all of her stuff you will find on the blog, um, as usual. Yes. What's next, Juliana? Uh, the most awesome, cute, adorable short film called Angie and Zara. <laughs> featuring two badass best friends. Yay. Killing zombies and taking names. With cute weapons. Right. Yeah. Bedazzled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. This one's fun because, like, uh, I mean, it starts off with you not knowing it's like this zombie apocalypse yes like alien 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 right (laughs) something like that but i love that like that's not the focus of the short film like it just it gets mentioned like it's such a nonchalant thing like this is what's happening yeah we don't we don't talk about it in these like the apocalypse is just kind of like okay well it's the apocalypse so why are you still studying for the sats like girl (laughs) move on 
Yeah, it's really a short little story about their friendship. Yeah, more this, than... And, like, this is the world that they're in. This is... They're still, like, teenage girls. Right. Which is... And they make an adorable blanket for it. Yeah. They come into this abandoned house and, like, make the most of it. Mm-hmm. Set themselves up and talk about stuff. Girl stuff. Girl stuff. Um, and also, like... We are smart and capable. We should, like, start a, like, business killing zombies or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, makes sense. They should. Yeah. But uh, I think on the behind the scenes for this one, Yuleen was talking about how, like, she really wished it could be, like, a feature. Yeah, I remember something kind of about like she a... wanted to expand it. Yeah. It would be a super fun feature. Right. It, it the There's enough there. Like, the short is really just kind of, like... A couple hours in the lives of these women, but like she set it up with such like a dramatic story surrounding it that like it's it's there. Yeah, the world and sort of the rules of the apocalypse mm-hmm. world are set. Yeah, and you get the feeling like this is just another stop on their journey. We get a sense they are going somewhere. They're still trying to like get it across the country to Harvard, right? <laughs> As if it's going to be open when they get there. Well, you never know. Um, yeah, and you see, like, the differences between them of, like, they're both being very practical, mm-hmm. but also one's a little bit more wishful, like, SATs, going to Harvard, yeah. and the other one's like, come on, zombies. The other one's like, mm, this is probably isn't going to get better, <laughs> so. No. Yeah. They're, they make the best out of the situation. And they fucking kick some ass. They kick ass. Yeah, there's some, there's an action scene yeah. in this one that... Some she got to fight direct. Yeah. She said it was her first action scene. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It's pretty good. Action scenes are hard. Yeah. It's really meticulous yeah. choreography. A com- combination of the choreography and camera angles mm-hmm. to make it look like you're actually like punching you're actually, someone in the face. Yeah. Or cutting something off in blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a super cool feature. It would be, yeah. I, re- I really enjoyed it. I thought it was cute. I just thought, like, the girls were very real in terms of, like, the things that they fought about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, the fact that, like, they still love each other. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah, it was a real representation of teenage girls. Yeah. Of, like, the girly stuff and also, like, the They're... we are young adults. Yeah. Taking care of ourselves, we're backpacking across the country, fighting zombies. Yeah, and they're very strong, capable, intelligent women, which I appreciate anytime mm-hmm. it's represented yeah. on screen. Yeah, we can paint our nails and kick ass. Right. One does not mean that <laughs> and survive in an apocalypse. Just like, just because I go get my nails done does not mean that I don't have thoughts about like the world. Yeah. <laughs> Women are so multifaceted. I know. Who would have thought, oh, right? Wow. So much going on in our pretty little heads. <laughs> I I can't complete the sum. <laughs> um, what else? She did a video for um, a channel called Field Day. Um, it was called Love Wins in All 50 States, and it was... Um, about marriage equality yes. happening in the States. Yay. 
and it kind of followed like a few different couples and there's like some narration from some couples and talking about love and it was just a nice little I thought I'd put that on there because it's something different because it's almost like a little documentary mm -hmm. but it's still yeah exactly narrative it's one of those things where I always find it, like, in terms of we live in Canada, because, like, we've mm -hmm. had marriage equality for over a decade now, mm -hmm. um, countrywide. So it's like, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, why are you still doing this in the States? Yeah. I feel like by the time maybe I was old enough or I was hearing about it more because the times were in, um, I was already like, isn't that, don't we already have that? Like, it was already, yeah. like, seemed like not a big deal. But it was like, oh my god, like, when you really thought about it, it was like, oh my god, they don't have it in the States? Yeah. Like, I know. It's one of those things that where we're better than them. You're welcome. <laughs> There's a lot of things we're worse at them than. This is just one yeah. thing I'm, I'm gonna... We were on board for that a long time ago. Yeah. Um, another um, little series. Yay, I love this one. <laughs> <laughs> this is really, like, a series, like watch all three of them together yes because it's this it's like a little it is a story with characters <laughs> and all i'm sorry my phone keeps siri keeps coming out <laughs> um, right um but i thought i'd include this whatever it's not a short film whatever um it's called tiny feminist yeah and it's about tiny feminists yeah <laughs> it's these um three little girls Fighting the patriarchy. Yeah. And I just, I they love, all have separate interests. And... Mm -hmm. I just love the, like, it's humor, but it's also, like, very, not deadpan, but almost, like, they're not trying to... It's dry. Dry, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. it starts with, like, a little girl with, like, a sign sort of protesting, and another girl comes up and is like, what are you doing? And it's, like funny i guess to hear a little girl be like i'm taking down the patriarchy <laughs> yeah but it's not i don't know it's not funny <laughs> that like we're at a point where we still need to take down the patriarchy yeah. um and the points that she makes though like are like they're serious like the things mm -hmm. that the girls talk about there's um the fact that like they scheduled a science and math thing mm -hmm. the same day as the father daughter dance because well, the girls aren't going to be interested in going to the yeah. math and science ice cream mixer. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and um, a whole, you know, game design ideas and stuff. Which, like, I mean, the world of women in <laughs> gaming is a whole big other <laughs> subject that we're not going to get into today. But, yeah. Um, and j just the fact that, like, they all have, like, their own interests and they see the patriarchy and kind of everything that they're doing yeah and it um it lets you see like different um perspectives of or like different things within feminism yeah to like talk about like we said assuming that girls are into this and boys are into this or being more interested in a boy's thing than a girl's thing and yeah. then the last one was about like kind of girl competition, mm -hmm. like the girls really upset. And that her was a good one. Art didn't win the award, and she's like, "Oh, that other girl's painting wasn't even good." And then she's like, "No, we have to support each, each other." other. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like that was a lot. Yeah, and like and don't don't tear down your accomplishments just to make me feel better. Like you did this thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it was really good. And they were, I mean, it was so cute. And, like, they'd open it and be like, oh, I was having this serious conversation about the intersectionality of feminism. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, oh, my God, you're so adorable. (laughs) Yeah, I love how they, like, the redhead, the first girl, is so serious. I know. And they're, like, drinking, like, virgin margaritas. (laughs) Salty. Salty, like the tears of my enemies. (laughs) Oh, God. I love that stuff. Yeah. Um... It's a great little, like, sort of beginner's guide to, to feminism. Fe- right. <laughs> with little girls and showing how it affects girls. Because you often don't think of girls. When you think of feminism, you think of, like, the wage mm. gap and, like, yeah. all this, like, sort of adult stuff. Yeah, you don't think of, like, the effect, it like, how young it starts. Yeah. Especially, like, the one that hit home for me most was the one about, like, scheduling this, like, math and science thing when, like... Cause, I find particularly, like, in the schooling system, we still haven't figured out how to make it more, like, genderless in terms of subjects and that sort of thing. It still tends to, like, steer boys towards, like, maths and sciences Mm -hmm. and women towards, like, English and art. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. (laughs) That's definitely... I mean, you hear people talk about it a lot, all the time, like, getting girls into STEM. Yeah. Um... Which is, yeah, STEM is super cool. Get into it. Get into everything. <laughs> Get into everything, right. girls. Like, oh my god, do everything. <laughs> Whatever you want. That's the yeah. And with other. That's girls. the point of feminism. <laughs> you can do whatever the fuck you want. I know. Oh god. Yeah. Yay, feminism. It was. It was one of my favorite things that Eileen did. Yeah. I think I probably also mentioned this on the podcast when I first watched it. Probably. Because I was like, this is amazing. Because we always (laughs) talk about feminism. Yeah. It's like, you need to watch this. Yeah. Um, All right. A couple more things from last year that she did. Um, She wrote and directed this. It's on Anna Akana's channel, though. um, She's in it. It's called If Women Ruled the World. And it's like a little sketch about she, like, wakes up. And the, all the, like, gender stereotypes are flipped in her workplace. Um, and the point is that it's not any better when women are, like, being pigs to men, you know? No. Like, they completely just yeah. like, flipped it. And it's not like, if women were in charge, we'd do everything better, blah, it's blah, blah. the point that it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, people in power will always be terrible. <laughs> well, not that, just, like... Women or men can both do the same thing. Yeah. It's not men are terrible and women are angels. It's, you We're know, you could flip it and, yeah, there will still be problems. Yeah. And it's not necessarily any individual man's, like, fault that he's maybe, like, expo- like expected to act that way or, like, acts that way when they have such a long history of always being... Feeling the privilege, like mm-hmm. male privilege, without being conscious of it at all, because it wasn't brought up a lot until recently. So, like, if it had been flipped and women had always been like assumed better and in charge and stuff, maybe we would have gotten to the point where we sit around and like catcall men because what the fuck are they going to do about it? Right. We have the right to do whatever we want. And right. Tell them that we yeah. think they're hot. Anyway. They like it. Yeah. It's, it's it's a, a compliment. compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I just died inside. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Um, so that was interesting. Yes. Anna Kana is also 
uh, makes short films that I really like. I thought about talking about her as well, um, but Eileen had more to talk about. Um, and she also makes short films that really tackle issues, but in really cool ways. Especially issues that we tend to talk about. Yeah. Like women. Women. Yeah. Some people think we talk about... Them ladies. Women. No. A lot. Really? Do we? <laughs> and I think this is her most recent thing, other than working on a Ship It series. Right. Um, Belinda, which is a short film, that she made with... I'm going to forget all the details, I'm sorry. She I, made with, like, a camp, like a girl's yeah. kind of camp, like, day camp, where they, like, made a short film together over a week. Yeah, it was, like, a girls in film film camp or yeah. something like that. And this was the little short that they made. Which was very, uh, moon, Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah. 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 So. I can feel that in it. Yeah. Uh, definitely that style. Yes. And with like the, the, some of even just like the colors and prints and that sort of stuff that was used. Yeah. I didn't, didn't see it. We watched this recently, but wasn't it like there were like some objects kind of just on screen? Yeah. Like cause it had like title and, cards yeah. type thing with like an orangey ice cream cone pattern yeah. and then it would <laughs> like lay out like an object to like represent yes. each part. Yeah. 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 It was cute. It was, I mean, yeah. that's like a, it was a short one. Yeah. And, and it's, it's cool that she made it with it's a all bunch of, of, like, young girls. Yeah, and it's all about, like, um, finding your inspiration and sometimes just having to, like, gut it out. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't have a choice. Making art about making art. Yeah. Yeah. That's... That's cute. Yeah. So, overall, Yulene Kwong... Is incredibly impressive. Yes. And I love... Obviously, she's very talented and skilled at what she does. <laughs> But, like, what she chooses to write about and make is uh, always feminist and, Mm -hmm. like, fucking cute. (laughs) Just, like, love her style. Um, Yeah. Visually and also, like, the coming-of-age girls. The content. Yes. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's it's kind of, like, hits home for us in terms of, like, our interests Mm -hmm. with... But to see, like, that many, like, women represented, <laughs> like, a a woman who wrote this story that's, like, about women and has, like, real women's thoughts in it mm-hmm. is uh, nice to see on any medium. Yes. Uh, it, it's, and yeah, she has a sen- just a sense of whim- whimsy, I find, yeah. in all of her stuff that I really love. They all do have that hint of, like, fantasy a yeah. little bit. And sometimes it's just, like, the, like, lighting or, like, the... Mm-hmm. But it's just, yeah, a little... Yeah, and with, like, I ship and stuff, we said, like, it's a bit like Scott Pilgrim in that. Yes. Like, it has that kind of element. And then, like, this with, like, the kind of Moonrise Kingdom look. Like, yeah. they have this sort of, like, this is... I've done this kind of for aesthetics. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of unreal in that way sometimes, but... But the content is real. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It brings it all together. And it just makes everything just delightful to watch. Because it looks great. Yeah. And it's like, I, I get this. I feel you, girl. Right. Yes. And I guess speaking, like, slightly about short film, <laughs> just in terms of I've watched uh, pretty much all of her stuff in, like, the last week and a half. So mm-hmm. that's, like, a lot for me. Um, 
I don't know why I don't watch more of it. I mean, like, I, other, other than the fact that sometimes it's not that easily accessible yeah. and that sort of stuff, but, like, sometimes it's so nice to, like, sit down and it's, like, a 20-minute piece and it's, like, complete and it's beautiful and it's full and you get a whole story and you've only spent 20 minutes of your yes. day doing it. Um, especially, like, we have such short attention spans mm-hmm. now, myself in particular, and um, I just... It's such a great medium to, like, put out... Sometimes you have a story that deserves to be told, but it doesn't need two hours. No. (laughs) Or you can't make a two-hour film. Right. But you can make... Get the essence of your idea into a, like, 20-minute little story. And then you, as, like, a creator, it allows you to, like, get out that what that idea that you mm-hmm. had and that like look that you wanted to create and you you can get it out and make this little thing and be like I've done it it's out of me I can make something else now yeah in a shorter amount of time for less money with less people usually right which are all I mean yeah practical concerns but important yeah nonetheless and you can still feel like I created that story I wanted to tell I created this character I wanted to be on yeah. screen um yeah and then, if you're lucky, you get to... Sometimes you can ex- keep... You get to make that idea into a short film, and then you also get to keep that idea and make it into a feature someday. Right, Or yeah. make it into a series, if that's what you want. Well, and sometimes that'll that'll tell you, like, is this something where there's more? Or is... Like, mm. was that it? Do I feel yeah. like... Was I kind of overreaching trying to make it into a feature? Yeah. But really, this is the story, and that's it, and it's done. Yeah. Yeah. Or is this just the beginning and there's just so many the more tales to tell of this character? Yeah. Yeah. I should watch more short film. Me too. There's so much of it, I guess, in terms of, like, YouTube. There's a lot um, on YouTube now, yeah. That it's... YouTube has kind of finally, in the last four years, maybe expanded to, like, a lot more... Filmmakers. Filmmakers. And, like quality content not just yes. like oh look this is a video of my dog sleeping <laughs> which is like what i would put up yes youtube is more than cat cute? right so um mm-hmm. it's always nice to see that like this i feel like youtube's finally reaching its like potential for yeah and it's also because youtube is a social media yeah you find one person and then you find more of their work and somebody else's work and like that's mm-hmm. how you can find more short films. And right. that's how I've found short films for like YouTubers doing kind of YouTube stuff and it's like, oh, they also have this catalog of short films that they've made. Because um, a lot of short people like to use Vimeo for their short films as well, but I don't find that as, e- as easy. How do to... I start? Go to Vimeo and be like, short films I would like, please. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's harder to like. Unless you're Mm. looking for something specific or someone specific, it's hard to kind of begin. Yeah. And on YouTube, YouTubers are, like, used to putting a lot of effort into content Mm -hmm. and then putting on the internet for free and just hoping people will watch it and that maybe it can turn into something that makes them money or whatever. Whereas um, some other people who, like, just make short films or, like, working their way up to a feature or whatever they're doing wouldn't put it out as easily Mm -hmm. um like they would like submit it to festivals first and then maybe eventually it would be like online or something but youtubers know that you just 
Just fucking put it out there. Put it out there. And then you can do stuff like Patreon or like bigger projects and people will fund that stuff because you've already shown them what you can do. Mm -hmm. Oh, YouTube. (laughs) We're singing your praises today. Yeah. Um, It's made me think more about making short films, having, thinking about it for the podcast and like watching more lately of like something I've never really considered making as much. And now I'm like, yeah, maybe I should start thinking more of this format because it's something I could feasibly create. Yeah. I could, for a few days, get together some more, like, professional equipment and people and get something made. More than YouTube videos, but not a fucking feature film. Right. Not a bad idea. I did find it like very like I always find when I watch people's work and especially with you, Lynn, she has like a lot of behind the scenes things and like her mm-hmm. vlog and stuff. So you kind of see bits and pieces of her process mm-hmm. and also like who she is as a person, which she's super cool. Um, I find that always like very aspirational and like, yes, yeah, <laughs> I should do I, something with my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, the other great thing about finding YouTubers who are also making short films is that you get the YouTuber stuff of like blogs and behind the scenes of that project Mm -hmm. and you get to know them and yeah as someone who's also a creator like of course I love behind the scenes stuff and seeing how stuff is made yeah it is very inspiring Yay. Yay. I don't know how to wrap this up. Basically, we love Yulene Kwong. Be our friend. Please be our friend. <laughs> Put us in your stuff. Work with us. I don't know. We'll come visit you in LA. Yeah. <laughs> it's sunny down there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take off our Canadian snowsuit. <laughs> and don shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Just for you. You can always email us Yay. at in the movies podcast at gmail.com. We will answer you. Yes. Uh, also, Twitter and Instagram at in the movies pod. Yay. Yay. Sometimes we post things. Sometimes we post things. Sometimes we know we should be better at posting things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like I said, find links to all the stuff we specifically mentioned. Also, Yulene's channel. Also, maybe I'll link to other short filmmakers Mm -hmm. on YouTube and people you can check out if you want to check out more short films. Um, link in the description will take you to my website blog thing where you'll find this post and click on all the links and watch all the things. Watch all the things. Yes. Also, we're back at uh, advanced screenings. Yay! Yay! It's happening again. So there's some reviews on uh, my YouTube to check out. Yeah. And I'm going to start making more in the movies, talking about movies videos, if you're into that. Also, I'm on Patreon now. Yes, she is. Yay for me. Good job. Um, Just putting it out there. You can give me money. (laughs) Um, it's patreon.com slash Tish Chambers, like everything else, Tish Chambers. Um, yeah, just, you can see what I'm doing and making, and maybe if you want to give me some money, um, the, anything I make from that, the first thing is going to go to podcast stuff. If you're, like, 
fuck your other stuff, Tish, but I like your podcast. First thing is going to be, like, paying for, like, the podcast host and, like, getting us some more mics and... Yeah. That's the first, like, big... Getting us up to snuff in the podcast world. Yeah. So you, you could help out with that So that we want. don't <laughs> have to turn off the heater, the dryer, and your refrigerator every time we podcast. That's also my <laughs> shitty apartment, okay? That's true. I have a lot of noisy <laughs> shit in here. But yeah. Yeah. We want more microphones. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye.